Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 29 of Declutter Me. Hi, Shirag. Hey, Shalina. How's it going? All right, thank you. How are you doing? Good, good. It's been a fun few weeks for us in the podcasting world, hasn't it? It has been, yeah. Very busy and uh, been getting lots of listens, which we have to thank our listeners for, especially new ones. Yeah, and we've, been, uh, we've had a few chart appearances recently, Saudi Arabia and India. And I know, that's so cool. Yeah, it's so pretty cool. So thank you to everyone who's listening. This is it's great. Um, it's nice to be listened to. Uh, yeah, it's, it's really awesome. So thank you. Thank you very much indeed. And... What will we be doing today? It's been busy on podcast world, but it's also been busy in uh, the decluttery world. The temperature has gone down, which means that we're able to go and do things outside with regards to decluttering and organizing, which means it's time to do the garages, which I'm doing a lot of. So today we're going to talk about garages and how to organize it, what we can do with the spaces, because, you know, it's supposed to be used for cars, right? My parents, who I talk about sometimes, and I'm sure they love it are my benchmark, of course, as usual. Our garage, which could fit two cars, can fit zero cars right now because it's got stuff in there. Um, Slightly different problem to, like, out here in Dubai, though, right? Like, a lot of people don't have closed garages, though. Yeah, a lot don't. I mean, some get them installed on purpose. Uh, most developers don't actually have them put in, except I'm seeing them now in Sharjah and Abu Dhabi in the new developments. But in Dubai, yeah. So that's why I think that's why it doesn't get... St- Filled with stuff, generally. You do. You yeah. see it. And, like, you see people have bought old wardrobes from secondhand places. And then they put these old wardrobes into the garages and then fill it up with junk. And so there's a big issue with termites here. So I see a lot, especially in certain areas in Dubai. Um, in Facebook groups, people are saying that they've got termite issues in their garage. And it's destroying these secondhand wardrobes that they're buying. So that's the first thing, you know. Do you need these wardrobes? Are there other units you can use that are perfect for outdoor storage? So I use those metal ones that you get from Ikea and Dragon Mart. You know, you can send order them from a container store and have them shipped over. Um, also in Ace, you can get them as well. So any hardware store, you could get these shelving units that are specifically for the outdoors. So that's the first thing. See what units you've got in the garage. See if you actually need those units and get out the stuff that's in those wardrobes, cupboards, shelving units and see if you need them so here a lot of people have bikes and actually it's a global issue so you know you buy bikes for your kids then they get too old for them and then you keep those bikes and think yeah we'll give them to the next kids that we have or we'll give it to the cousins or you know friends and then you never give it and they're just lying around getting dusty and sandy and dirty so donate those old bikes yeah i know they're expensive but if you're not using it Give it to someone who will make some use of them before it becomes rusty and old or disintegrated. And with the bikes that you're keeping, you can get bike hooks. So in a lot of the hardware stores, I bought some very cool ones recently from one shop. You can screw them in. So I got my handyman to come in and drill them into the walls. And they're great. You know, you keep the bikes up on the wall, away from the cars. And if you do it in a place, say at the back of the garage, so that you're not damaging the cars if you take the bikes off. And you can also get hooks then to store your helmets, gloves, um, and any other bits. Another thing that lots of people keep here are camping equipment. And that would be the same, I think, in uh, America and Canada as well. They're, they're big into camping. So people have loads of camping stuff. And that could go on the shelving units, but not in these wardrobes because of the, 
you know, the issues that we've talked about before. So put them into sturdy outdoor boxes that you can get from hardware stores and put the gear in. So you have your camping beds, you know, the fire stuff, the barbecue, uh, the cutlery, the sleeping stuff, all of that in different boxes. And you can get those boxes and then just put them into the car when you need them so that you don't have to then rubbish around everywhere and try and find stuff. If it's all in allocated boxes marked, it's easy to find. Uh, Another thing is athletic gear, sports stuff. So lots of people have that. Uh, Balls, soccer balls, basketballs. Surfboards. and We have that thing here, don't we? Because people go surfing, which you've talked about on another podcd Episode two of the Tales of the Trade People. Yeah, so you have, we have big equipment here because there is, of course, we're next to sea. So we have, you know, the surfboards, the kite surfing. Oh, and there's quad bikes and the trailers that you need for them. Yeah, so that's a big thing as well. So you need room for that to put that in properly. Then there's all, you know, the golf clubs a lot of people golf and have different bags and different clubs so that has to be stored properly and safely and away from the sun and away from the sand as much as possible tennis rackets as well you know if you get a, a shelving unit you can put them in there properly and store them away so they're protected um same for skateboards rollerblades uh, you can put them in hooks or put them on the shelves Yeah, and I think it also matters, right? Like what kind of garage you have. So, uh, I mean, out here we have uh, quite a bit of distinction as we were already talking about between open and closed ones. But I know elsewhere in the world, especially in colder climates, you have uh, a lot of closed garages. So it really depends on the kind of garage you have because if you're storing surfboards or tennis rackets, it doesn't matter. Uh, and, and this can be equ- expensive as well. Uh, so, you, you know, you don't want to be storing them on an open shelf in an open garage. Especially with the heat and everything. Um, and it is an issue if you can get a uh, builder storeroom Uh, which has got a closed door, then that's ideal. If not, there are um, sheds you can get, which are expensive, but you can then store everything properly in there. So there are different alternatives to store all this gear. Um, and it is expensive, most of the stuff that's put out in the garage. Another thing that I've seen a lot of, and I had an example with a client recently, the, the client's brother is a car fiend, which is great because I love cars, but he had... lots and lots of parts and old tires and new tires and things that he's gonna do to his car one day but hasn't and we were looking at the dates of the stuff that had been ordered in and it was like six years seven years old still there and he most probably didn't even know that he had it because it was all in piles of clutter so we had to take all the stuff that become a bit rusty was old and put that in a pile for scrap so that is going to get picked up by a, a scrap dealer so they'll make a bit of money out of it not as much as they might have spent for it originally but it's a, at least it's a way to get rid of the stuff and to you know get it out of the way so that's happened and there was so much of it and he's not the only one there's a lot of people and uh, you know lots of people here go on bikes they love going to the the bike course here and i have helped organize uh people with lots of biking gear and it's amazing how much biking gear there is and how many fiddly little bits there are for it and people buy loads and loads because they forget what they've bought before and they can't find it so if it's all organized properly you know in boxes and then put on shelves and labeled properly that's good for them so whatever your hobby is when you've got an outdoor hobby store it properly store it in a neat way in a box on a shelf labeled properly so you can find it so you don't have to keep on buying the same things over and over again because you can't find them one more thing is to get a hook for a ladder so you always need a ladder And then people leave ladders in random places or the maids or somebody puts, the, you know, if you have a set place and it's hooked up and you can get it easily, that's ideal because 
I, I find that all the time. Whenever I need the ladder when I'm at somebody's house, I can never find it because it's in a random place. As always, when starting the declutter process, you know, don't do everything. Do it bit by bit. So do one corner at a time. Take out the stuff. See what you want to keep, what you want to toss, what you're going to recycle, what could be scrap, what you can donate. And then everything that's left, you then organize it into systems and put it into boxes where applicable or, you know, see if you need it inside or outside. Um, if you need to hang it, if it can go somewhere else, make sure everything that you keep has a purpose and that you're going to use it. It's all fine and dandy to have a surfboard, but if you've only gone surfing once and you're never going to do it again, give it to somebody else who will appreciate it and use it. Yeah, I kind of almost was thinking about this earlier too. Like I think understand both your space and your hobby well before you get into it too, because I think that's one of the bigger problems. I mean, I've definitely driven by houses that... Um, you know, they've got like a dune bike that's sticking out of their garage because they don't have a garage big enough to hold a dune bike and their car, but they do it anyway because they're like, well, I want this, you know, I want the hobby. And then the thing that you just mentioned as well, like, you know, if you've gone and bought a surfboard and then you realize you go surfing maybe once or twice a year, look at renting instead. And so that you don't have something that's cluttering your space, but you still get to do your hobby. Like there are ways around some of these things. And this is, I'm, I'm assuming this is true for a lot of major cities, but for us, for sure, you can rent surfboards you can rent rent dune bikes you can rent uh bikes as well like there's all of these options exist and so look at something like this which would help you but still allows allows you to enjoy your hobby because if you're i mean i think i think it balances out if you're if you're doing it only a few times a year um renting works out great exactly and you can use it for various other things people don't have lawnmowers much here because the gardeners that come around bring lawnmowers with them but in a lot of other countries people buy lawnmowers but they actually don't do the lawn mowing themselves or they don't do it often enough so if you're not doing it often you can rent them out and the same for snow stuff in if you're in like some of the northern countries um another thing that's often put in garages is uh holiday decorations so your christmas decorations uh halloween which is just passed for us um and um i've even seen saint patrick's day stuff or easter people have various kinds of decorations for all these celebrations and it's all thrown in together so i have to end up going through it seeing what stuff is good what's broken because it's been thrown about and separate them into different holidays and then box them away and put them in the far corner away from you know the the main part of your garage because you're not going to access it often or put it into a storeroom um, in the corner Um, just keep it away from the main part of your house because you don't need it very often and the last thing is tools so people have a lot of tools and there's a lot of people with tools who don't actually use the tools here because they're not really DIY kind of people give it to the handymen that you do book because they'll appreciate it and use it Um, I have a big toolbox because I am a kind of DIY person and I need it for the job somebody gave me as a present another toolbox which was very kind of him I have nice shiny expensive tools in my toolbox so um, what I did was I gave that to a handyman that was just starting his business and that was because I'm never going to use it and he will appreciate it more so you know and the same for people a lot of people here they'll they'll become DIY people suddenly and they're not have a screwdriver or get the little Ikea toolbox that you get which is that little orange box keep that and that's all you need generally a little small box sometimes they have a small drill in them and a couple of you know a couple of drill bits that's it you don't need this heavenly thing for something that you're going to use one time and I think here as well a lot of people like they you know I mean depending on situations and stuff but they move into like a house and then suddenly think like 
well, now we, I need to have my own toolkit. And yeah. so I'm going to, unlike the states, manpower and stuff is extremely expensive that people actually invest in their own kits and do the job themselves yeah. because they have to. Whereas here, this is not really like a big deal. In a way, we're privileged and spoiled, all of us, uh, that we can pay someone to do all this stuff for us. So, yeah, and put up the curtains up, put the pictures up, you know, most of it's done. I mean, I'm lucky I have my dad comes every so often and does it because he loves that kind of stuff. So the toolbox is, you know, for him as well to use. Um, so he does that all for me. But if you don't have that you know that luck then you can get pay someone not much money to do it for you here so you know if you don't need it like don't buy it um and then don't put it into your garage if you have too much stuff then yeah then you know it can get overwhelming if you look at your garage and that's happened with a few clients of mine that they've keep on looking at their garage they keep on wanting to go and put their car in or they go in to get something and they can't find it and they just get overwhelmed by it all and think what do I do now so that's where I I come in and and help them out and get it done in a short space of time so most garages can take a day for me to do Uh, sometimes with a little help from people lifting up heavy things but you know but I get gain muscles as well but especially in this weather so this is a good time to do it now so if you want to do it yourself do it now while the weather is nice um, if you're in the southern hemisphere and if you're in the northern hemisphere wait a bit till the summer and then do it then but yeah so that's it yeah as always you can find more information about the show on declutterme.com slash podcast and you can reach Shalina by visiting declutterme.com slash contact and she'll reach out to you as soon as possible also you can follow declutterme on various social media by just looking for declutterme that's d-e-c-l-u-t-t-r-m-e well thank you very much for listening we really appreciate it And um, we'll be back next week with more stuff. So see you soon. Bye. Bye.